Martin Running Shorts podcast, hosted by Tom Bryan and myself, Kyle Gregg. So, Tom, how are you doing, man? I'm doing great. Uh, I'm doing very good. I guess, where are you is, is the question I should be asking you. That's a good question. Well, we've been dotting around the world, dotting around Canada, dotting around the, the, the United States of America now, and I am now in Buffalo Airport, the nice. home of the, the, the hot wings, the Buffalo hot wings. Yes. Not. So hope, I'm just hope. sitting here um, holding on to my 45 minutes worth of free Wi-Fi, <laughs> uh, and, and hopefully we can, we can get a little episode done as well while we're, while we're waiting. Indeed, um, absolutely. So there you go, Tom. Um, but anyway, first, first and foremost, who cares about me? I want to know how your awesome performance went on Sunday um, at the Great Scottish Run Half Marathon. Epic, man. Absolutely yeah. epic. If nobody knows about it yet, <laughs> here's your chance to listen to the great man himself, Tom. So take, awesome. it, take us away how it went. Awesome, man. Thanks. I was absolutely chuffed to bits. I mean, it was... I went in knowing... I thought I was really confident I could run 72 minutes flat and I went out I got into a great group of lads I mean the yeah, I guess we'll go through the results but shout out to some of the you know the boys that the, the group of lads I was with were um, you, know, you know when you get into a into a, a group and it just early on you know that everyone is there working and you know guys like um, there's a guy Ben Heron Peterborough Stuart Livingston of Christorfin was in that group who had a shout out to him he was said hello at the end um uh, Lewis Miller, Central, not as fast as Day, but he was in the group. Um, Gary Matthew, and there was also C from Gars Cube. Um, Dave Murray, a guy who was a, 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 a listener who's been in touch with us, so you know, shout out to him. So great day, great course, and I felt really good, mate. It just all came together. So when I, I went, you know, I split two seconds off my PB at 10k for 10k PB. And uh, I just yeah all clicked. two seconds off your PB at ten k yeah I went through I went through ten k in thirty four flat and my PB is thirty three fifty eight so and that's a net uphill in the first half so I felt yeah just really good in it and uh, yeah chuffed a bit chuffed a bit oh that that is ace dude that is fantastic to hear um like oh you you're gonna you're gonna be flying in from Frankfurt well hopefully like you've got in the it's in it's in the bag now. We'll see. So uh, we'll see. But I mean, it's yeah. It's been a. It was a great result. Um, and yeah, it was. I. I just. I, I had. I was confident going in. And you know, when you go into a race confident, that I think that's a big deal. I went in really. Yeah, and I, I was hungry for I, it as well. I think the. I think the the best thing about your, your going into the race is your training's been reflecting your. You know your what you would be capable of doing. Yeah. the great Scottish half, and you know it's like quite a good, it's quite a good course, and. Um, it's yeah, it's got that climb at the start, but yeah. other than that, you know, it's, it's pretty fast. Um, oh, but absolutely. not not, I, I wouldn't say it's the fastest of courses, but certainly like having a group of folk would certainly helps a lot as well. So oh, totally. that's exciting. So yeah, so, really so tough for you, and I'm sure all the, the the listeners are as well. Like, um, it just shows you all the the work that you've been putting in and. It's starting to pay off now, so absolutely but amazing. I tell, you, I tell you what, mate. This is so. I've decided that is the start of a month of PBs for the TRS. It's uh, yes. It's, so hopefully, well, t- t- don't, don't jinx it now. <laughs> but it was cool, and I've got to say, uh, yeah, chuffed a bit of my run. Felt really good. Um, tailwind on the last three miles, so you know I felt I really closed well. Fastest mile of the day was my last mile. Really chuffed for that. Really? But, yeah. So wow, that, yeah. that was my slowest when I did it. Uh-huh, I, I was a. Uh, I mean, it was it's a, a Kipchoge style. I monster tailwind though, coming back from the Squinty Bridge down to the finish, and um, and it was yeah, it was good. And uh, yeah, as I said, good group. Oh, and that's you've run before. It's a good course. And the highlight of the day was that I finished the race. I've got, I've taken a minute off my PB, and Fiona's sister was there. So my sister-in-law and her husband Mike. Uh, so shout out to Mary and Mike. They were there. And Mary ran a big time, PB for her, 127, amazing run, well done there. And uh, their eldest, Finlay, my nephew, presented me with a wee trophy at the end, a cardboard trophy, which I was chuffed to bits with, absolutely chuffed to bits with. So, yeah, great day, great event. I mean, at the front end, you've got Chris Thompson battling out with uh, with our man Luke Trainer. Um, there was a Polish lad um, who was in second place. But what really struck me, and then obviously in the women's race it was you know strong as well, but you know big names in there. But what really struck me is as a Scottish club event, and I know maybe I wasn't that as enthusiastic as I should have been last week on the podcast when we previewed it. 
But as a Scottish club, sort of half marathon championships, it was brilliant. You know, guys from across the clubs, people running really well, good group running, and uh, yeah, just a brilliant event to be part of. I know a lot of guys who ran really well, you know, friends of ours, shout out to uh, Ben Ward, Run Water. Turns out he's been off the beers for a while now. Uh, and uh, Chris Richardson, who both ran big PBs from our club alone. I mean, brilliant. Oh, brilliant yeah, brilliant. I, I did see quite a lot of good results from a lot of a lot of the Scottish guys and girls. And um, I mean, we've got to have a, a shout out to our, our own very own Claire Bruce as well for smashing her PB in, in 78 minutes oh, as well. Absolutely. Like that's two minutes off her PB. So two minutes um, off her PB and takes a bronze I, at the Scottish Champs. Yeah, amazing. Exactly. Yeah. Now I know we we had a debate about the Great North Run uh, a few weeks, well not even a few weeks ago. We were saying, well, where's all the the British club athletes or the Scottish ones, and maybe they, they've been obviously setting their sights to the Great Scottish Run instead mm-hmm. of the Great North Run. So uh, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, that might that that might be one of the reasons for it as well. And um, it's really good to see a, a lot of club athletes coming along and supporting the the local event as well. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, re- really good to to see. And, um, a lot of good PBs as well, and big shout out to Luke Trainer as well for getting a, a second. Um, it was a really like Chris Thompson. He was on fire oh, that day. He's um, an impressive he man. He just looked like he was so strong. He pulled away after what a few miles yeah. uh, from Luke Trainer, and, and just looked like he wasn't going to look behind one one minute. And um, I actually thought, you know, Luke Luke might have taken it easy a little bit and hopefully waited for Chris to slow down, but Chris yeah. didn't slow down one bit. So. Um, Really good times from them, those two guys, and uh, I think we'll see a, a lot more from Luke um, as he keeps keeps building on his current form. Well, he's, and, he's, uh, yeah, it'll be exciting is. to see. So he's racing the Manchester half, I think, next weekend. So that'll be very interesting to see how he goes there. I believe he's going to have a, an assault on the course record, which he owns, I think. So that's good. Just on just before we wrap up on Great Scotch Run, because we, we're going to be tight on time tonight with Kyle on his travels, but just to wrap up, one impressive run I want to highlight is um, Jack Arnold. He's back in PB action. That's a big run from him, 70-39. You know, well, that's, oh, yeah, uh, I, did, I did see that. Yeah, well done, Jack. Um, another one was uh, Alexander Chetlin. He broke 70 minutes. He's a, a, a GB orienteer. Yeah, um, so it was good to see. And he's also a hill runner as well, so it was yeah, good to yeah. see him hitting hitting sixty nines as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, Hugh Campbell as well. He, he's a strong runner from Sky. He he got a sixty nine, I believe, as well. So yeah, um, yeah, really some good times. And just to wrap on the overall result then at the Great Scottish Run. So as we mentioned, Chris Thompson, Aldershot Farm and District AC won in one o two o seven. Second place was a Polish athlete, Marcin Chabowski, in 102.24. And in third place was Scotland's and Giffnick North AAC's Luke Trainer in 102.56. On the women's side, the top three was Mary de Baba, 69.15, in front of Rose Chilimo, who ran 70.07. And it was an American athlete in third in 73.32. Now, on a Scottish champs perspective, how that looks is that Luke Trainer is the Scottish half marathon champion with a 62-minute run. In third, in second place, sorry, was Tessegai uh, Tewaldi Shettleston in 65:30, and in third place was uh, Sean Fontana, who has recently joined Inverclyde, and he was 66:11 uh, for third Scott. In the women, it was Fanula Ross re- um, retaining her. Um, her or winning the Scottish half marathon championship for the second time, having won it in uh two years ago. Uh, so Fanula of Shettleston won the race. In second place was Gemma Rankin of seventy seven fifty three. So Fanula was seventy four eleven. Gemma Rankin, Kabarkin AC in seventy seven fifty three, and in third place Metro Aberdeen's Claire Bruce in seventy eight twenty seven. So, um, so yeah, really, really strong. Just to go a bit more detail into the medals, on the Masters side, the Masters gold medal was uh, Avril Mason, Shelton 79.05 on the women, and Scott Bremner of Central AC uh, in the men's side, who was 71.41. Team prizes, it was uh, Bella Houston Roadrunners and Inverclyde AC 
who took the uh, the two team prizes there. So a really great day for Scottish athletics. I haven't even mentioned the ten k. Um, I know. Now the the ten k, like we, you know, again, I'm going to be fairly biased here, but Cameron Strachan from from our club Metro, unbelievable. He, he got a thirty one twenty, so twenty seconds off his PB, and um, keeps getting quicker and quicker. So, um, and yeah, I'll be. I, I don't, hopefully it keeps improving. So. Oh. You know, long may it continue, but the so he he got third, no, he, second place. He did. He, he was second. He was second. In, so in the 10K. he was second. Yeah. So it was won by. Yeah. Um, I think it's Adam, Adam Craig. Adam Craig, Edinburgh AC. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and actually, that's you know, that's a really good event. Actually, the 10K, we we saw the uh, saw a little bit of it, and it's you know quite a, quite a competitive club field considering it's on the same day as the half. I know I've slated the EMF in the past, probably unfairly, but. I have, um, but fair play. You know that's a a strong ten k and a strong half in Glasgow, and you know really hats off to to the to great run and to Scottish Athletics because it's you know they weigh in a lot on that one. It's a it really is a great event. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, I was really impressed by Adam Craig's ten k time, twenty nine minutes by himself, um, which is what well, a phenomenal time. I didn't. He's, he's been away in America, I believe. I don't know what he was what he was doing, but um, yeah, University but he's come of Mount back Olive, now. Yeah. In, what university was he from? University of Mount Olive. All right, okay. okay. So yeah, I mean, it's good to see him back in Scotland, and uh, I think he's aiming to become a full time athlete as well. So, Is that right? Um, I think he's got a lot more in the tank as well. I'm sure. So yeah. That'll be uh, exciting to see him um, get quicker and quicker, I'm sure, and, and compete with the top guys in, in the in the UK as well. Yeah. So, yeah, well, it was good times. Yeah, um, that, yeah, we, yeah. Wa- we watched the 10K go through, uh, just through a K and a half, and Adam Craig was away with Ali Hay, who I believe DNF'd, so I hope he's okay. But Cameron r- ran that really well from the, the second group and obviously moved through to to um, to take that second place, so... So brilliant, and then rounding off yeah. in third place was Daniel Bradford of Shelston. So he was thirty-one twenty-two, so just two seconds behind Cameron. So a really tight race for. Oh, it's been a quick spin finish, I'm Absolutely, sure. Absolutely, yeah. And then on the women's side, just to wrap up there on the ten k, um, was uh, Gemma Steele thirty-four flat, and then unlike our call, we called this, but we got it wrong. Mary McLennan was second in the end. Actually, she was thirty-four twelve, so just behind her. Um, I think Mary will probably be a little bit disappointed with that. She's She's a 33.40 PB. And then in third place, Elspeth Curran, uh, Kilbarkin, 35.11. So, you know, that's that's strong, strong field. It's a strong field, yeah, yeah, definitely. Brilliant. Um, All right, well, I think that kind of sums up the great Scottish run. I'm, um, do you know what, Tom? We've got an air, we've got a plane to catch and, like, got to leave it. It's about a half an hour drive to our hotel. And then we've got to then go from the hotel to the bus um, and then to the airport. Well what, so we'll, what to, well, what we'll do is we'll give the I'm listeners to, an insight into the... We'll pause it here, and then when you've got a minute, either this afternoon at the airport or tomorrow, we'll record hi, the rest. I'll give you a call. Okay, we're back. That was a, we've had a wee break while Kyle's transferred, but Kyle, you're now, you're now further on your travels when we spoke earlier, so um, I think now that you are officially on your way to Chicago, let's talk about Chicago. How are you feeling, mate? I'm absolutely pumped, man. Um, <laughs> yes. Probably not as pumped. <laughs> I don't. A couple of days ago, I felt horrendous. I didn't feel. I just felt so. You know, when you you go from Scotland to, you know, a long haul flight, you, you do tend to feel a little bit sluggish. And I tried to do a couple of easy runs, and everything would just felt so heavy and so tight. And I, I suppose it would make sense when you're sitting down all day, more than even more so yeah. uh, than you would at work. It's it's so difficult. To go out and just feel amazing, um, but now, now it's uh, what, what day are we now? We're, we're now a Friday, and uh, I went out for a little run this morning. Felt a little bit lighter, had a good stretch, and uh, things are starting to take shape. I hope. Um, although I did do a session a couple of days ago, just a, a twenty-minute, ten, like in a half an hour tempo type run, and um, I felt again, I just felt really sluggish, but. That's what that's what Maranoia is all about is to get rid of those aches and pains and exactly uh, peak at the right time, I suppose. Well, that's the thing. We don't so, care if yeah, you feel so, we don't care if you feel shit this week. We want you to feel shit through the week and good on Sunday. That's the main objective here. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely, Tom. Um, so yeah, I think it's, it's. I suppose it's one of those things. Like I'm in a new country. I've never been to Canada before. The food, the food is phenomenal, and and I've, I've just <laughs> been, you know, carbon out. I suppose um, this is Friday we're speaking now, so this is my my day of of uh, making sure I'm hydrated and fueling up with the right kind of carbs. Um, so so yeah, this is this is one of the best days. You just have to get get the feet up, do some stretching. Keep off my feet, uh, not wear flatties when I'm walking about. You took the advice, so, good. So yeah, I'm doing all the. I'm, I think I'm doing all the right things, Tom. Um, good. I hope. So so yeah, we'll we'll just see what see what happens. But so it's um, it's, it's Friday yeah, night. Yeah, it, 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 it's, so what's the plan then? You're heading to Chicago. This is Friday night. Well, Friday night, me. I think it's Friday afternoon. You're heading to Chicago now. Expo tomorrow, I guess. Expo tomorrow, Tom. Um, yeah, we're just heading, getting a, a reconnecting flight from Buffalo to Chicago just now, uh, and then yeah, we'll, we'll be uh, we'll be going to the Expo first thing in the morning, get out of the way, and then yeah. just get the feet up, listen to Tartan Running Shorts episode twenty three, yes. and, uh, and yeah, just <laughs> have a have a little uh, have a little catch up with the coach Lewis and, and make sure that I'm doing the right things, and uh, hopefully I am because we've only got a day left, so. Uh, we'll just get. I'll just chat, chat through what my strategy is going to be uh, on race day. Although I've got, a, we've already kind of spoke about what I'm going to be going to be pushing for, and um, you know, in the start of the first kind of few miles or first 10, 15 miles of the race, and uh, we'll see what happens from there. So, so yeah, for the the the, the expo, Tom. Um, I don't know what's about, but you you've been there. Uh, you know what it's all about. You're in so. for a treat, mate. Although why don't you why don't why don't why don't you get my juices flowing? Well, I tell you, well, you're in for a treat. Although your credit card is going to take a pounding if you're anything like when we went. It's I mean, I I mean it's just a uh, it's a classic. It's a, what you would expect at an American major marathon uh, expo. You it's just uh, nice stuff everywhere, nice kit everywhere. And uh, one thing you're going to find difficult is that one of the main sponsors of the Chicago Marathon is uh, is Goose Island Brewing, and they've got uh, they're handing they? out they're handing out beers, and it was it took every ounce of uh, self restraint I had to to not get stuck into them. But it's it's really it's I mean it's one of those, it's like London, it's like Berlin. You go there and you get for me that really gets as you say the juices flowing. You go in there, you're absolutely you're getting pumped about the race and. It's um, you know, I guess the you know, you, I mean, a, a message to listeners. I don't need to tell you this, but it's one of those things. It's easy to spend so much time on your feet at these expos, and it's really important to just do the minimum and try and not waste too much too much energy and and you know waste time standing around and queuing and walking and you know you want to make sure you're. I, I want to hear that you've got a bottle of water on you at all times, properly hydrated. Oh yeah, I will do. Day before the race, all that good stuff. So, um, yeah, but mate, I am so envious. I've been watching some stuff online um, this week about Chicago, and the hype is just incredible. I mean, all the it's such a stunning start area in this the park um, down at the front in Chicago, next to I think it's like Michigan, and the hype. The sorry, the the sort of yeah, the hype's incredible. And they're talking about Mo, yeah, no, yeah, well, uh, Mo versus Rupp. The hype, yeah. Mo, Mo versus Greg versus Rupp. Mo versus uh, Greg, it's, yes. It's, it's turning into be quite quite the spectacle, to be honest. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, in, in all seriousness, um, I, I've kind of been a lot bit out of the loop. So yeah, uh, tell us about the hype then. Go, well, Gup versus Gup versus Mo, I suppose. I mean, uh, I think Gup, the... <laughs> called him Gup there. Gup Gup. <laughs> <Mo>. <laughs> he was. But he's not had a beer yet. As a, so, I mean... Like, as a race, it's cool because one thing I love about Chicago is you'll, you'll see is you start in the cent- you start in the center and you run north for about ten k and it quietens down a little bit. But then you turn and you come back not on the same block but a couple of blocks over. Come back south to the center for about ten k, so it gets busy again at about halfway. You then go west for about ten kilometers and it quietens out a wee bit, uh, and that's when it gets a little. You know, you start to have to really work. You're getting towards twenty miles. Um, you're it's not so much support. But then you come back sort of southwest, so you end up being south of due south of the finish, and you go through Chinatown and all, and all these cool parts of the city. And then at 23, 24 miles, you turn, you head north, and you're on this long street for it must be about two miles, and you can just see 
the skyscrapers and see the finish here and it's a straight line and for you especially where you are it'll be just absolutely shit you'll be melting along there mate you'll be absolutely melting along those last two miles <laughs> smashing them out and there are there's a one the only hill i can remember in chicago it's that flat is literally half a mile to go you take a wee right hander up this little bridge and it's not even a hill but at that stage it feels like it and you're coming into the finish here and it's then you hang a left and it's just oh mate you've got to just keep keep that finish in mind finish strong there I hope that's good news about your flight, mate. <laughs> but anyway, I tell you what, though. I mean, we talk about the hype, uh, and I've seen all the stuff. You know, Nike are doing a massive thing at the moment, and you know, love them or hate them, they do build a big, a big yeah. deal at the event. So Mo versus Rob versus Jeffrey Karui seems to be the big chat. I think, uh, you know, for from a British perspective, I think Mo is gonna is gonna repeat history and break the British record in Chicago like uh, Steve Jones did all those years ago well, it was world record for yeah, him yeah I think I, I think so he's, he's, he's running well at the moment isn't he um, yeah now sorry I think I think I broke up the, the tannoy just uh, announced there but I tell you what my palms are absolutely sweating now that you <laughs> gave me the low down on the, the course so so hopefully uh, I'm not they're not as sweaty before the race but um, no that's uh, that, that's that's a pretty good um, description of the course and uh, the, the actual spectators as well. There's, uh, oh. I don't know how many spectators there is, but I, I think you can kind of des- describe, obviously describing the course when you go out, it's a little bit quieter. When you come back in, it's just electric. So that's going to hopefully, it's the same, it's a little bit like that in London, but yeah. throughout the whole race, isn't it? But the thing about um, Chicago is I, I, the, these American races, they've got this, what I mean, some people hate it. I'll be honest, I love it. Is this over-the-top support, you know, people going absolutely mental at the side of the road, you know, um, with all these, you know, punt, uh, was it um, fist bump for power and all this, a high five for power. People going, you got this, man. It's going to be, hey, Tartan Shorts, you got this, man. You got this. <laughs> well, I'm, 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 gonna, I'm, I'm just going to put out, yeah, I haven't got my Tartan Running Shorts on me. Um, I, I left them at home, mainly because... Uh, well, I mean, it's a lot bit old now, you know, so we, we do really need to invest in uh, yes, you know, our own tartan running shorts um, brand at some point, or at least a little a hint of tartan on shorts would be fantastic. That would be good, actually, yeah. Just to give it that kind of, you know, just, just to, not, not too in your face, because at yeah. the moment they are in my face, well, they're not in my face, <laughs> but they're in, they are quite, uh, <laughs> they are quite, quite noticeable and, and maybe a little bit unpleasant to the to the naked eye, I suppose. Also, I think what you um, what's good is, but, you you don't want to be flashing uh, Kyle Jr. at the American crowds, you know that would just stir them. They'd be crazy enough as it is. That'll stir them into an absolute frenzy if they get a sight of your of your pal. Oh no, exactly. Nobody nobody wants to see Kyle Jr. Especially not in the the US. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, so what? Just just for just so that you know, I will be wearing just a normal pair of shorts, um, normal pair of running shorts, and I'll be wearing sporting the Metro Aberdeen running top. Yes. As well. Uh, so the, the, the bumblebee uh, look, so yellow and black, nice. or the, the, the yellow and, what do you call it, the, 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 the black, black and gold, and yellow. They, as yeah, they say. Black and gold, indeed. Yeah. Very um, good. So, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was, oh, that's what I was saying. I was saying Debbie's also feeling feeling a little bit confident. Obviously, she, she had her Ironman um, not, not too long ago, so she's, not, she's still feeling a little bit sluggish, but... Uh, you know, the main the main focus for for Debbie is just to enjoy it, um, of course. Rather than rather than go eyeballs out. Uh, this is my A game. This is my A game. My A race. Um, so so yeah. So hopefully I won't be waiting too long. I'm sure I won't be. No, um, you won't be. But yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure you can. You know, the atmosphere across the whole the whole event. I think what you said seems to sum it all up. You know, you're. I'm not going to be uh, sitting there standing alone myself. I'm sure I'll be. Getting getting right into the beer. Um, oh yes. So so yeah. So are, you, so are you? So uh, are you? Are you? Are you okay to or interested to share with uh, with myself and listeners what your race strategy may be? Well, that's a good. I'll sum it up briefly. Uh, I don't want to bore everyone with tears. So with with the then the fine finer details. Um, but yeah, I'm aiming for a sub. You know, a, a PB. Quite right. So that sub two twenty five would be the would be the the main focus really. Um, so I'm going to start off fairly conservative. Uh, I'm not going to go eyeballs out and and die or try and hold on to 
I'm going to probably stick around the 5.30 per mile to start with and then hopefully be able to crank it up later on in the race. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and hopefully, really just hopefully get a good group to run with. Um, yeah. Chicago is classed as the, the Windy City. Um, so the last thing I want to be doing is to be running by myself into this headwind. Um, but I mean, Tom, I think you, you said before, the depth in, in most of the times that people are going to be running, you, you, you're almost not guaranteed, but um, it, it's probably going to be unlikely that I'll be running myself in the first, uh, certainly in the first half of the race anyway. Yeah. Um, I don't know, what you when you ran it, was, was that the case? Or were you, were you running yourself for some um, of it? Or? No, I was, I, obviously I was on my own. Oh, sorry, I was in a group most of it. In fact, when I, I think I might have said this in the podcast before, so apologies if listen have heard this before, but I ran in a group for about uh, 10K last year and after about five miles, I realised the group was there was one guy at the front of the group who was clearly, you know, chatting to the like the eight ten of us in this little group and telling everyone, yeah, we're going for two thirty five. And I realised it was Matt Centrowitz, the Olympic fifteen hundred meter right, champion. Of course, yeah. And so he, anyway, he was there in his uh, Project Oregon vest, and I was, I was like, I spent about a mile thinking, is that Matt Centrowitz? And I heard a couple of people decide their own going go Matt. Anyway, then he introduced himself and. Uh, he said, "Yeah, hey Scotland, yeah, what are you running for?" I'm like, "All right, yeah, two thirty. Well, I was shooting for, I was shooting for two forty, and they were taking. He was taking his mate through halfway in in one twenty or one nineteen or something, and then shoot on. And sure enough, he did shoot on. Um, but yeah, so to answer your question, yeah, I had a good group most of the way. The last two three miles, it was what you know when you're not. There's people not really either side of you, but there's someone sort of two or three or four strides in front of you and behind you, so it's almost becomes like a procession. So. Um, no, I think you, I think you'll have a good field. I think you'll have plenty of people to chase. And what I also understand is that Chicago, being the windy city, is a uh, is not the case. It was made up by another city years ago to try and make Chicago sound uh, as a kind of slight towards the city. So it's certainly, from what I understand, not that windy. And if anything, I think humidity is probably the thing that might be a concern. But the forecast doesn't look too bad from what I've seen. Yeah, I, I did notice that. Um, oh well, that, that, that there goes my excuses, Tom. You should have <laughs> kept that off the, the, the episode number twenty-three. You know, yeah, um, right. but no, I'll I think cut it's, that uh, ten mile, ten mile hour winds, um, and uh, what 15, 15 degrees Celsius. But Ooh, I mean, nice. it starts at seven a.m. Aye, uh, and that's cool. So, as I mean, well. you'll know that. Um, it's it's start just as it, I think it's dark when when you're warming up, and then yeah. all of a sudden it just. You start and it's a little bit light. Uh, that must have been awesome to, to oh, be a part of. Well, like, you're gonna you're gonna see it. It's amazing. You're you the sun's literally coming up as you're standing in the pen. It's, uh, it's brilliant. Um, oh, wow. and uh, spectacular. Uh, and, what, wait, and what about your gonna, fuel, gonna, what, gonna, what, awesome. what about your fueling Sorry, what, stra- what about your fueling strategy? What's the plan for that? Good one. Uh, good question. So I'm gonna be taking. I mean, obviously I'm not gonna start off five balls out. Uh, I'm just going to be taking a gel probably every 15, 20 minutes. Um, I'll, I've got a couple of gels of my own, but I think I'm just going to go with the, the gels um, at the station. I mean, people are going to... I mean, I have tried them before. Oh, God, I can't remember what they're called now, but I have tried them. Um, and, uh, I mean, do, 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 what are they called again, Tom? Do you remember? Uh, it's Gatorade, I think. Gels? Gatorade on the course. Gatorade, yeah, that's right. Um, so I'm, I'm quite... I'm, you know, I'm touch wood. I don't really get affected too much by what I put in my body when I'm running. Like, unlike some people, they'll put something in and it'll, it'll completely disagree. They've got to train. Uh, I think that's probably why I'm so good at ultra. I'm not so good. Oh, picking my head up here, but you are I think so that's good. why I'm I'm, 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 I'm all right. You know, when I'm doing a lot of ultra races, because I can take in fuel without it really um, bothering me. So I think that's probably because I've got such a sweet tooth as well. Like my, my body's like can take anything in it's like a trash can to be honest um and so so yeah so i'm looking forward to the, the fuel inside of things every 15 20 minutes um make sure that i've do absolutely nothing different on on race day and um, friday well obviously i was speaking that friday's the the night of carbs um you don't you don't want to be taking a, a huge amount of carbs on the saturday evening or the night before your marathon because you'll still be heavy you'll still be bloated your stomach needs to digest everything and store it in your muscles and liver, but yeah. you don't want a huge excess of stuff. Um, but no, nah, nothing's going to change on the Sunday morning that I haven't tried. Um, 
we're only 10 minutes away from the race start. Oh, great. Uh, so, yeah, get a coffee, get some breakfast. Um, race starts at 7 a.m., so I'll be up at 4 a.m. And, uh, and, yeah, just make sure that I'm hydrated and I'm not doing anything different at all. So, um, but, I mean, I can run through the, 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 the finer details on uh, oh, after week. the... After the show, I suppose. And I feel, uh, I feel I like after the show, after, after the race, race the, yeah. no, it is the biggest uh, show of all. Yeah. I feel like this is far like questions yeah. here, but what's your pump up music? What 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 have you got lined up to pump you up? Oh, good question. I heard this really good song, right? I can't remember what it's called. It's um, it was like a kind of Canadian country rock song <laughs> with a little bit of dance, and it totally fired me up. But uh, I I've got a Spotify playlist of of pump me up songs. Okay. Of Kenny Wilson, by the way. Nice. Um, although Kenny ga- Kenny gifted the playlist to Debbie rather than myself, but I've I've kind of um, added my my uh, my name onto that and added a couple more songs. But um, we've got uh, what, what have we got? We've got uh, a bit of ACDC. I've been listening to that at the moment. Nice. I love the Classic. beat of of the you know the ACDC tune. Yeah, it's like uh, every second stride is a beat. On most of the the tunes, so it nice. fits in well. Lower, a slower a slower pace, but if you fit, you know, I'm rambling again, Kyle. Um, but yeah, I'll be listening to some of that, and uh, and yeah, some some of the the, the Kenny the Kenny uh, best of playlist. So <laughs> it's gonna be gonna be good. Yeah, we, yeah. We need, we need so sh- I suppose we... that bit, that that brings me on to the chat about Kenny Fiona. Um, this weekend, it's not just uh, a weekend of of just me running it's a weekend of other folk running so indeed let's uh let's hit 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 showdown so how's fiona feeling so fiona's feeling good uh, well yeah so we've got this weekend we've got the it's the commonwealth half marathon championships which is being held in cardiff and this is the inaugural event um and fiona my wife for new listeners and kenny wilson friend the show are both running in the scotland team it's a, a strong team um uh, running Fiona, Steph Twell and Annabelle Simpson and on the men's side we've got Kenny Wilson, John Newsom, and who's the third Kyle? Uh, uh, is it not um, Michael Crawley? Michael Crawley uh, That's yeah. right yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. so yeah, so good team so we're really excited Fiona is so what Fiona's had a bit of a rough last six weeks to be honest she's had she had a few, a few weeks out uh, you know she didn't run for four weeks with an injury up until uh, just over two and a half weeks ago, so she's been working really hard. She's been in the pool, aqua jogging every other day. She's been on the bike the day she's not in the pool, and you know she's she's um anyway. The good news is she's she's fit in terms of the injury to run now, which is great because that was a, a doubt at one point. And, you know, massive massive shout out to James Crookshank, the best physio in Scotland, who sorted her out, and uh, and of course her coach Mike, who she really helped keep her fit. So she's going, she knows she's not going to PB, but she's hoping to get a strong running and, um, you know, and be able to actually, you know, hopefully close well and, and maybe sweep some of the, some of the other home nation runners off at the end. How do you, what about Kenny? Kenny looks like he's in great shape. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's, um, well, I think, uh, uh, sorry, I'm, I'm picking up again. I've obviously been in the airport. Um, but yeah, Fiona, really good luck to her. It's really what I would say is Fiona's done really, really well in terms of cross training. Um, yeah. Now I know obviously she's not going to be hitting PBs, but really inspiring. Like uh, I, I know when I get injured, I just oh, and and cry into my cry into my hands and um, feel sorry for myself and, and wait until time heals my injury and come back come back uh, like twenty minutes four per per half marathon. Um, now obviously she's like I said, she's not gonna be as sharp you know, as sharp as, as she would have been if she wasn't injured. But um no, nah, really good to see and I think it's a, a good um uh good bit of advice for our listeners as well. If you get injured, there's so many other things that you can do while you're um waiting to to, to start running again. Um you have to have patience and I think Fiona has done really, really well with um being patient and um, doing the right things while she's um, waiting, waiting for like you know injury to, to get better. So yeah, yeah, really inspiring to to see her back in the game again. And good luck, Fiona. Yeah, she'll be delighted to hear that. I'm sure she will be listening in uh, on the day before the race as she she lines up. So 
Yeah, so and good luck to Team Scotland in general. I'm, I mean, my weekend, my Sunday, uh, is shaping up to be another one of my boring Tom tracking Sundays. I'm going to be Sunday morning uh, watching the Cardiff half on TV, then going for my own long run, hopefully inspired by some big Scottish performances, and then I'm going to be trying to find an illegal way of streaming the Chicago Marathon to to watch that and uh, and track uh, you and Debbie. But while yeah, yeah. I, do you know? I don't even remember what my number is. Um, so don't you worry, sure mate. I've got. You the app, then. Uh, don't you worry. Let's see if we can get it that way. If you would like to track Kyle at the Chicago Marathon, his bib number is four five seven, and if you'd like to track Debbie, her number is five four nine. So yeah, get involved. It's going to be great. Just before we finish on Cardiff, I know we're jumping all over the place here, but Cardiff also big good luck to Chris Jones, um, interviewee who's who's running for the Welsh team and. Chris was looking in great shape this uh, this summer. Some big runs at Great Aberdeen on a lumpy course. He had a good run at Stirling where he won the Scottish 10K champ. So, you know, Chris Jones, good luck to you, mate. Hopefully, we'll uh, we'll be hearing of another big PV from you on, on from your Inverness time. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, Chris, Chris is in great shape. Um, I'm uh, good to he- good to see. You. I don't think he's been doing that many races in the last couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, so. he's taking this one seriously. Different time, pretty well. Yeah, so um, yeah, I mean Chris's Chris's PB uh, from from Inverness this year is sixty four fifty eight. So you know you would, exp- I guess he's looking to to uh, to try and take some time off that, which would be mighty impressive. He starts going low sixty four. So anyway, good luck to everyone in Cardiff. Um, we're looking forward to uh, looking forward to seeing how you get on. I guess. Um, yeah. In terms of what other discussion now, we've had some technical issues with regard to our interview, so we will not be giving it. You will not, this listeners, this week hear Damien Hall, um, but we're going to keep you in suspense, and we're going to keep that for you for a couple of weeks' time. Um, instead, I think we're going to. We've got a couple of run, running rants that we'll go through. Uh, if you've still got time, Kyle, at Buffalo Airport. First running rant then this week is coming from our favourite Instagrammer at Ben Ward Run Beer. So Ben, having a having, I think he, this is born out of a recent frustration at a local local half marathon that shall not be named. His rant is category prizes. Today he had an issue where he finished third, but he was the only person in the top five who didn't get a prize. He's had similar situations at Dunecht, Peterhead, and other races in in the, in the northeast. So his feeling is there should be prizes for the first three overall, regardless of age and regardless of you know category, so 40 plus, 50 plus. I totally agree with him. The example, the example he gives is... Um, the example he gives is if he was third at a race where first place, Mr. Kyle Gregg, took home a, a, a significant cash prize, second place, Senior Man, also got a cash prize, third got nothing... Fourth place uh, was a vet, so got a prize. Fifth place was second vet, so got a prize. So his frustration, and I see where he's come from, is that third place is not getting anything. Now, what happened to honouring the old podium? So I think the message... Hey, do you know, to, go on. Yeah, no, no, you carry on. I'll say my bit in a minute. So I was going to say, the one I, I tend to agree with Ben. I think I know a lot of listeners might say, oh, it's a first world problem, uh, you know, cry me a river. But I think... You're third. Third's still a podium, and there's the age-old tradition of of of, uh, of podiums. And I think if you're going to give one and two a prize, give third a prize. I mean, one, two, and three, regard regardless of the of whether they're whether a twenty, thirty, or eighty finishing, should be the case. And if you want to give age category prizes as well, fine. But one, two, and three should see prizes. In my view. Yeah, I I, I agree, Tom. Um, you know, I I I think some some events. They only organise one event and maybe don't see it from the the top end point of view. The the, the race in question um, looks after you know certainly looks after the top. That that's for sure. It does. Um, and now I'm not going to tell you what the race is in case all the faster guys uh, who are faster <laughs> than me want to do it and put me out of the the podium, especially third. Um, but yeah, hundred uh, percent, Tom. Uh, what I will say is, uh, I did a, a, a cool down with Ben uh, after the after the race, and um, I assured him that he would he would get a, a prize. Uh, oh, Kyle! Third. So <laughs> proceeded to wait an hour for the presentation. Uh, a little, little to my knowledge, he, 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 his name wasn't wasn't announced. 
Um, so, so I felt slightly guilty. So ne- then, next time I catch up with you on a social occasion, I'll, I'll buy you. I'll buy you a beer. How's that sound? <laughs> that that sounds. I think that sounds pretty good. I'm sure that will appeal to Ben as well. But on that, that's an interesting point you make. And actually, that's a side rant. Races that do prize giving about an hour when they wait for the last finisher to finish. Now I know this is going to sound probably elitist. I don't. I'm. I'm not usually winning prizes. Let's be clear. But having yeah, no. Wow. Hey, hey, man, you're you're in a you you're in another level. You keep going up and up. So uh, anyway, but what I've had is number of times we've been you know Fiona's went and getting a prize, and we're at a race and we're waiting for especially you know I mean a half marathon. You're waiting for almost two hours after you've finished to get the prizes. And even our, and I've I've had this discuss this with our own club because our Metro Aberdeen Beach 10K. We just, there was a squad of guys from Inverness came along to the to the race. Uh, two of them got prizes, and it's after work on a Tuesday night. They've come to this race and they're waiting for the last finisher over ninety minutes on a 10K, and they're like, "We've got to go here. We've got to get in the car to go back to Inverness." So a rant there is is uh, is you know prize giving that's finished at the end because I don't think it's fair on those who are getting prizes, and that includes age you know seventy and sixty age category prizes who are you know. I, I, there's a, it, I know it's difficult, but more often than not, the prize giving is hell when everyone's buggered off because it's so uh, yeah, late. Yeah, totally agree. Um, now, I think when it comes to prize giving, it depends on the type of race. You know, if it's a, a local race and you've already got the results in front of you, it's uh, you know, it's, it's not going to be classed as a big prize giving. Uh, yeah. Then I would, you know, me, I, I think again, I'm sure there's other conditions would would would. <laughs> A local race, you know the top three, you know the age groupers have come in, just give them out, you know, like, the, the chances are the people who've just finished are, are going to be, uh, aren't going to be waiting for the prize given anyway, they'll, they'll be wanting to go home or, you know, have a shower and stuff, so, exactly. um, yeah, I totally get why, why some, some of the, pri- you know, they give out prizes when the last person's finished, but equally, um, you know, when it comes to a big event, uh, you know, some of the, the big races I've done, the, the ultra races, the, the podium, the prize oh, given has been uh, later on in the day and, or the following day. Um, but it's, it, it, it's more of a spectacle. It's more of an okay. occasion. It's not just a prize given. It's a celebration of that the race is about to uh, finish. Right. And um, I think that's slightly different. So yeah. um, perhaps one, one question would be, if, if you're going to have a prize given, is there, is there other ways that you can... It can make it more appealing to, to people um, around, you know, who aren't getting a prize. Like, uh, make it, a, like I said, a celebration of, of the race and almost a mini closing ceremony for the for the for the races as well. So yeah, that's a very good that's idea. My, uh, yeah, t- totally. I'm, I'm I'm sitting on the fence. Uh, I think it depends on what kind of race it is. Uh, but I totally agree. Like, you know, some maybe a race like that. It's it's a long way away. I've, I, I'm not saying I'm I'm always on the podium, but when I am, I will. Uh, if I'm in a hurry, I'll say I've got work to go to, or I've got a long journey back, and I just try and get the prize earlier. And I know you, it's it's a bit unfair, but um, well, sometimes you, you do a race and you, you don't want to. You, your your schedule is that regardless of your position, you're going to leave at this time, or you have to yeah, leave at this time so, because you've got another event or an occasion to do. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, there we go. That's and so moving um, our next rant, if we move away from that sort of, uh, uh, I guess, a slightly controversial or borderline elitist chat. That's not what we meant. That is just a discussion. But the second one has come from Callum Crichton. I think this is a this is a spot on rant. Callum is a, a Fraserburgh-based runner uh, and listener, and his rant is race websites that do not clearly show when the race is and what time it's on drives him up the wall. And I think his point is fair. A number of times. I've been, you You Google a race and it, you go on their website and there's just no clear, it should be the first thing on the website, it should say the the Aberdeen Marathon, 4th of May, boom, clear. Um, that's what that's what people, are, most people are going on the website looking for, I would think. What's your take on that, Kyle? Yeah, totally agree with you as well. Um, one, one thing I'll say is uh, one cross-country race I went to, I'm not going to name the cross-country race, but it was a, it was, well, actually, it was a first district one. And um, our good friend, Alan Reid, who was a top GB international runner um, back uh, back about 15 years ago, 20 years ago, 
still running now, you know, really good, really good. In fact, he's uh, from Peterhead, so the kind of similar area to where uh, to where uh, Callum Crichton's from. Now, uh, I remember him going to a race, and he ended up uh, getting to the race after the race had finished, just after the race had finished. Now, the start line was in the middle of a forest. Uh, <laughs> so he, he, there he was, running around the forest, trying to find the start line, and he ended up being the, the, the completely other side of the forest, which is about two and a half, three miles away. Um, and basically, the, the start line was in the middle, bang in the middle of the forest. Now, Back then, uh, you know, there wasn't any Wi-Fi or mobile phones that had data, and uh, and you know, he, he travelled a good bit as well. But I mean, there wasn't really any. There was a course map, and there was a, a little bit of ignorance on his part. But uh, but yeah, I always remember that. Like, and and I think some maybe maybe it's more of the case of when you arrive at the the race, have more signs up to show you where to go. Like, I've many times I've gone to a race and I'm like. The only sign is at the start, like you know, at the start, the start line. Whereas, even if you had like a just a wooden, a wooden stick with a sign saying this is enter races this way, they, they, they tend to do it quite well in hill races. Obviously, hill races are sometimes in the middle of nowhere, and, and a lot of hill races do uh, do have like a, a sign as you just as you're going to turn off. Um, I know the Benihi Hill Race does that as well. So, uh, so yeah, maybe just a little bit more signage. Um, so there's, you've got a bigger area um, if you do end up going the wrong way to, to find your way back. So yeah. hopefully that makes sense. It does so, make so sense. So yeah, yeah. that's uh, probably my, my... That's a good, a fair point. Um, yeah, totally agree with that, Callum. Good man, Callum. Thanks for getting in touch. So in terms of... I mean, that's that's a running rants this week. In terms of upcoming races, we've pretty much covered the big guns. We're interested in Chicago. We're interested in this Cardiff Commonwealth Champs Half Marathon. There are a few other races. There's the one shout out to Fat Simpson, who is who is Robbie Simpson is running the Brighton 10 Mile this weekend, we understand. So we're very interested to see how he goes on there. He's clearly looking in good shape this summer, um, as is uh, our club captain, Jeannie Barand. Uh, Robbie's girlfriend is also running the, the two who won the great Aberdeen 10K. So... Good luck to both of those. We look forward to seeing how those two Scots, well, Scott and French, get on down there. Um, and we also have the Benihi Hill Race this Sunday, which is a, a real local favourite oh. up here. Well, that'll be exciting. And uh, anyone, do you know anyone running it? You're going to do it as a warm up, Tom? Uh, no, no, I'm. Uh, I've got a last long run to do. Um, I know. I know. I think there's a. Uh, our good friend, he's getting mentioned all the place here at Ben Ward Run Beers. Uh, he's running it. Uh, I think there might be a few local lads like Hamish Battle perhaps running as well. So that'll be interesting. Um, really, it's a, it's a, I love it. You know what I will say about Benny he Hill Race. I don't know if there's any entries left, um, but it's uh, if you haven't done a hill race yet, it's a really good introduction to hill running. Um, it's not too technical. It's a slight bit of te- you know, it's a slight technical section, um, but a really runnable course. Um, and it's uh, eight miles, so yeah, I would, and you get a, you get a great feed at the end as well. You do, yeah. So that's one thing to, to for, for the listeners. Always look for races that give you a great feed, um, or if you if you want to know about local races, just keep listening to the Tartan Running Shorts podcast, and I'm sure we'll be mentioning yeah. all there is to know about uh, the after party and races. Indeed, we'll keep you right. Speaking of after parties, back on Chicago, you're in for a treat there, my friend, as well. Sponsored by a brewery like Goose Island, that's that's a hell of an after party at the finish line. Um, oh, I'm I'm buzzing for that. Um, I I I always do have a, you know, a couple of beers afterwards. Um, this 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 race is going to be uh, no exception as well. Excellent. So, before it's it, Tom. So other so just to wrap up a few other or other races that are open uh, this weekend. There is the Linlithgow 10K um, this weekend which is uh, obviously in Linlithgow. It's a race I've never done. Now, um, my uh, sister-in-law and her husband, uh, shout out to Mary and Mike, uh, they live in Linlithgow, and it's been a race I've, I've been really keen to do. It always seems to clash with our autumn races, so I've never had a chance to do it, but um, good luck to any listeners who are, um, who are running that. Other well, races... I've, I've never, yeah, I've never done Linlithgow either but I know there's been a couple of fast times on, on there so yeah uh, yeah that'll be 
That'd be pretty good. Apologies, listeners. I don't have my the race <laughs> schedule in front of me, so Tom's doing all the grafting today. It's it's <laughs> it's all good. And and another race I'm going to mention. I'm just going. To, I'm not listening every race, but another race coming up this weekend, which I think you can enter on the day. But I'm sure you can. It's a Fife AC race, the Gifferton 5K. Now I'm being from Fife. I've always been gutted. I've not done this because apparently this is lightning quick as a 5K, and it always seems to yield pretty solid times. Um, I've got no idea on the start list, so we'll we'll capture that next week. But I'm sure we'll see some some quick uh, some quick five k times coming out of that. What oh, else have right, we got? Okay, okay. And then after that, there's a few other races which we'll see what comes out of these uh, next week. We've got it's the the Jersey Marathon is on Sunday, the Chester Marathon is on Sunday, the Bournemouth Marathon is on Sunday. So um, plenty plenty to catch up on. Yeah, excellent. Great. I think that wraps it, and you need to get to a flight, so we're going to call it there, Kyle, but good luck on Sunday, mate. We are all rooting for you. Uh, all the lads up here have been chat- are, are very excited to see you get on. Couple, As I said to you before we recorded, I was speaking to two guys um, at the great Scottish run on the weekend who introduced themselves as listening to it, and they were saying they're excited, so you are, you know, we're, good luck. Think When it gets tough in that last few stages... Think of everyone who's watching. Think of everyone who you want to smash out a big time to impress and take it home. Oh, thank you for the kind words, uh, Tom. And uh, really, really good to hear that people people are following the show. Uh, and um, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll try my best to do as well as I can. Oh, good. And um, You're in good shape. Yeah, I'll, you'll be able to track me. I'm sure, I think there's an app that you can download. I'm not sure if there's a video footage, but I'm sure there will be. So, um, yeah. So yeah, I'll let you know how it goes. But thank you very much. I'll I'll remember when they go and get tough, what what to do and how to run hopefully, and I'll think of Kipchoge as well as the yes. <laughs> yeah, you know what you're doing, mate. You don't need us to tell you what to do. You've got it. You're in good shape. So good luck. Good luck to you and Debbie. Good luck to all the runners in Cardiff. Um, and uh, yeah, as always, listeners, we'll quickly wrap with. If you want to get in touch with us, please email. TartanRunningShorts at gmail.com. You can get us on Facebook at, at TartanRunningShorts. Keep an eye on that, by the way, this weekend. I'm going to try and keep some updates on all the various friends and family that we know running this weekend. It's going to be hopefully crazy with some big times coming in. And also on Twitter, hey. at TartanShorts. And uh, what I will say as well is good luck to your wife as well on Sunday. Um, and let, let the wind be behind her. Absolutely. I'm sad due to work. I can't be down there, but um, she's, uh, yeah, she's, I'm hoping she'll do the goods. Right. So, right. Thank you very much, guys. Safe flight. And I will see you all, or here, I say this all the time, I'll never see you, <laughs> I'll still see somebody is, but I'll, I'll be chatting to you all next week. You'll be chatting to us all next week with a big, shiny smile on your face and a pint in your hand, I'm sure. Perfect. Good Excellent. stuff. Excellent. Right. Thank you very much, Tom. Thank you, listeners. Bye. See you later.